mind is blown at the, the imagination of, of a creator God that, that put that in, in place um, anyway. Uh, and again, it just makes me say, wow. It just fills my heart with, um, with a sense of praise and a sense of awe. And I suppose going back to what I was saying about, you know, idolizing or focusing on the wrong things actually when you, you stare at the, the, for me when I stare at that sunset and that coastal um, horizon line I just think wow and it just gives my perspective that correction that it needs to put God back in the place of God uh, and everything else. Hey John, how are you doing? Oh yeah, I'm good, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm I'm really really good actually, and I I, I have to say I know we're doing a shorter uh, podcast today, but I was quite excited about coming back on and chatting and uh, just talking about life together. So really um, looking forward to this um, subject for today. Uh, probably quite cliched is how's your summer been? Yeah. Uh, that's a good that's a good subject for today yeah i'm looking forward to it too like this, the summer's great and we'll probably touch on like how the summer differs doesn't it to other seasons or other periods of life but sometimes actually it's quite nice to have a little bit of normality uh dropping yeah. in and a, a chat with you my friend and recording this it feels like a little bit of normality in the middle of a, a summer of of doing different things in life looking a little bit different yeah, it does. And technically, I've I've finished my summer break now. Technically, I'm back um, in the full swing of things. But you never really quite get back into the full swing in August, do you? And next weekend is a bit of a bank holiday weekend as well, isn't it? So That's true, yeah. It kind of bookends the summer, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does a bit, doesn't it? So, uh, so um, John, how has summer gone for you up to now? Yeah, I'd say it's been a, a good summer. It kind of feels long, in, not in a negative way, but because our kids sort of broke up mid-July uh, and, and in the middle of that heat wave that we probably still remember, um, that was like the big, um, that was the sort of the, the big defining moment of the summer began. Uh, and for us, actually, it began with a, as a family, sort of a weekend away immediately, which was quite nice. Um, we'd sort of arranged to visit and meet up with the in-laws now that we can do that sort of thing so it's quite nice to start the summer with a cheeky little weekend away um, and then some other bits and bobs spread throughout throughout the summer so yeah it's been varied seen lots of family and friends um, enjoyed hosting some people coming to visit and be in our home um, which was quite nice being able to sort of feed people in our home again as well now that um, restrictions are lifting and lifted you know, since the, the beginning of August when they changed again here in Wales. Uh, and that was really fun. It was last week we had a, a few people from our um, sort of church community life group over for dinner. And it just kind of felt extremely normal, but also very strange, both at the same time. There was a bit of a, a, I suppose, a paradox to it. Like it felt like we'd been doing it all the time, though we hadn't done it for <laughs> nearly 18 months. So, um, yeah, it was really, really nice, really enjoyable. Um, what about you? How's your summer? Yeah, I think probably was we're we're probably gonna. I'm just gonna echo what you said, really. I guess um, uh, my summer started off quite weirdly because uh, my my 
mother was due to go in to have an operation, which didn't actually happen in the end. She went into hospital, but weirdly, it just didn't happen. Um, and I went down to look after my father whilst she would be in hospital, who has um, dementia. So that was all became quite a stressful start to the the summer because anyone who knows me well will know that I'm not a natural carer so that doesn't kind of uh it doesn't put it just doesn't bode well to be fair um but um uh but it was good to see them and it was good to be with them and then to come back um and Joe and I have had um two holidays um during this August we we came down near you. We were in Claroch Bay for oh, yeah. uh, for one week, and uh, and then down in Carmarthenshire for for the second week. And that's just been such a such a blessing because I think uh, where we were as a family were just really tired of all of the restrictions, all of the yeah. COVID stuff, and and I think um, uh, I I say this. I, I I don't want to say this in a twee way, but I think it is really true. I think God just needed to take us out of our context uh, to yes. to bring him to bring us back to himself, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So um, so that's been summer for 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 me and my family, and it's been it's just been such a wonderful time to um, to to take time out. I've never I said to you before, wasn't I? I've never taken a chunk of august out just purely for holiday mm. um so that's been that's been really lovely and coming back i feel energized and i'm really up for it uh, how long that last we'll soon see but actually um i do feel really up for it so i think um summer is all about key moments key events the the times when we're hanging out with our families and stuff happens and it kind of shapes uh, i guess what that whole summer's felt like do you want to share a couple of the key moments key events that have shaped your summer john yeah i think i think there's some couple of things that have happened this summer that have and those experiences have taught me a lesson which i feel god has sort of uh, affirmed and, and confirmed to me and you and I were chatting just before we came on there are two sort of defining not defining moments but two key moments of things that have happened this summer that have just sort of taught me a lesson and so the first one was actually on that first weekend we went away we went to Ironbridge and um, it was during the heat wave and we were staying just on the river uh, I recommend Ironbridge never been there before but thoroughly thoroughly recommend it. it's just over the border so it's not too far into England um, and we um, we went for a went for a little um, uh, canoeing expedition up the River Severn um, for the place we were staying, hideout canoes. Uh, so there were six of us. So it was me, my wife, Carly, our two daughters, and then Carly's parents. And so we, we split into two groups of three to go into the, the canoes. We figured that myself and my father-in-law would would, separate, would split up so that we could be sort of the main um rowers paddlers whatever you want to say actually i think it might have been carly's idea so then carly took our youngest daughter with her dad and then i went with our eldest daughter who's nine and my mother-in-law and then so carly and father-in-law and youngest went sort of got into their canoe first and began paddling a little way out and just waited for us we we got into our canoe so mother-in-law at the front daughter isabel in the middle myself right at the back and the the guys who were hiring it sort of pushed us out slightly and then they said oh 
have you got any paddles? I said, no, you haven't given them to us yet. So they both sort of stretched out their arms to give us the, the, the paddles. Then both me and my mother-in-law reached to our left to grab the paddles. But as we both leant to the left, the, the, the canoe capsized into the, into the river, um, sending myself, my mother-in-law and my nine-year-old daughter into the water. Um, uh, and as that happened, uh, obviously, Carly, my wife, um, with the greatest level of sympathy, burst out laughing from the other boat. Um, got my father-in-law, who they were sort of facing the wrong way, to turn around and, and watch us as we all sort of clambered out. And mostly, mostly unscathed, uninjured. Isabel was very calm about it all. Uh, we, we got back in, got back in the boat uh, after a few short minutes. Um, they offered, you know, do you want to go and get changed? We said no. It's like heat wave. It was fine. The water was. There were swimmers in the water, so I wasn't that bothered. However. I did have in my pocket my wallet and my mobile phone. Now, hindsight is 2020 vision. Had I known then what I know now, I wouldn't have had those things in my pocket. Um, they, they have survived. However, my phone has not really fared that well since it went for a swim in the River Severn. And so it requires charging very, very regularly. It doesn't charge very well, I guess, because there might have been some water in it. It's one of those semi-waterproof smartphones but um it's not quite the same despite it's sort of soaking in rice um that's quite a long story all to say is that you know that the that the damage to my mobile phone um is while it's minor it's still there and you can tell and then i was sharing with you this this last weekend i had a slight slight prang in the car nothing major just reversed into a into a bollard that wasn't really there no, no real dents just a scratch not a huge scratch but but big enough on a car that until this point has been pretty much you know um, in 100% tip-top condition and I've never had a, a prang quite like that in over 20 years of driving but th those two those two instances if you like of the the mobile phone damage having taken it for a swim and reversing my car into a bollard um, they, they, I felt afterwards, first of all, that actually in the river capsizing moment, all of us were fine health-wise, no issues there. And the damage to the car is really, it's just superficial. It's just, it's just a car. There's, there's no damage to people. Um, and those memory, those incidents don't really dent the memories and the good times that we had on that trip to Ironbridge or, or the, the trip this weekend just gone. Um, but what I did feel God was sort of challenging me on through that or encouraging me through that on is about not idolising my belongings, not idolising sort of gadgets or even the, the time I spend on my phone above family time and memories. And equally with my, my car, at the end of the day, it's just a, a vehicle to get from A to B. See what I did there? Just a, a vehicle to get to get to, yeah to get from A to B. And, and again, similarly, you know, it's... It, it, these things can easily become idols and traps, can't they? Where we put all of our focus and our attention, our time and our money and our, our self-worth and our identity. And actually none of those things really last. None of those things are that, that important. Um, family's incredibly important, but relationship with God and having him front and centre uh, as the only thing that I kind of really worship and think about and focus on, that that's what's true. And that's the thing that sort of God's been whispering, I suppose, into my heart since the, the car thing more so this weekend about... You know, what, what am I idolising? What am I worshipping? Um, am I worshipping the, the fact I drive a, a nice blue Skoda Octavia that's in good condition? Or is it actually my relationship with God, the, the time that he has blessed me with to be able to spend with my family and also to, to know and to appreciate and to be appreciated by him 
that's more important than car and phone and you know belongings and possessions wow that's your question yeah it does it does and i <laughs> i feel to be fair i feel your pain in both of those yeah both of those circumstances and um i i i mean all of life's a lesson isn't it and it's it's yeah. trying to just the holding things in in the right perspective is really really difficult and um i I have to say, I, I mean, I joke with my wife about being laid back um, because I'm the least laid back person that you're likely to meet. And, and I'll say to my wife, you know, um, oh, come on, you know, if if all the family was more like me, we'd all be just lay, laid back. And she just like bursts out laughing because she knows how intense I am most of the time and how these those type of things that you've explained there. I mean, yeah. uh all power to you that they 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 had they didn't dent the memories and they didn't affect the time that you have in because I think that's a major victory yeah. in itself to in those moments just to hold them even if you're feeling yourself uh, worked up inside um, just not to let that affect the rest of the time together because in the grand scheme of things we don't get memories like that as often as we want do we we don't get those times where with the whole families together. But I have to say, I wish Carly had videoed you uh, capsizing. That would have been so yeah. awesome to watch. Yeah, but I think she does go. too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honest. Yeah. 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 But uh, oh, uh, well, for me, I, I, we went away uh, twice, as, as I've just said uh, at the mm. start of the, sh- of the episode. Um, such a such a blessing to be able to go away twice and. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, um, I think God had to take us out of our context, uh, out of our situation. Even though we live on the North Wales coast, it's idyllic. It's, uh, it's like living in the middle of a holiday destination. You think should be able to uh, handle stuff easily in in that kind of environment. Uh, but I've got to say, the last eighteen months, I, I just didn't realise how much of a subtle erosion on my heart was happening over the course of that entire period and we got to the beginning of the summer and and I think I was in a pretty um just in a pretty low state and uh probably feeling a little bit sorry for myself really in in, in lots of ways no justification for it at all it's just being a bloke I think in some ways but um we went away and um uh, and particularly in the second, uh, so we went away for the first week, and and that was just like uh, we were just like just relaxing and sleeping a lot. It was just, it was mad. Uh, and and if if anyone knows what my family is like, you know, I've got a toddler who is um, older than a toddler, but because of his developmental delay, he is a toddler, and you don't sleep during the day. But actually, we found ourselves we were all sleeping. Um, during the day, which was 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 great. It's what we needed. And then in the second week, we went down to Carmarthenshire, and um, and we weren't sleeping as much because we didn't need that kind of rest. But uh, but there was an invitation, I think, that was happening throughout the whole of that week from God, just to to come and be refreshed from Him. We'd had our physical refreshment. Now let's have the spiritual refreshment. And uh, He took me to. Um, psalm 42 i don't know if you remember it but it's like um oh soul why are you so downcast why are you so disturbed within you and it was 
it was really literally where I was at that why was I so downcast why was I so disturbed within me um and it's it's David talking to his own heart and saying um I get where you're fe- I get how you're feeling I get what's going on but you're actually not going to be you're not going to be the captain of, of of this ship called my life you're not going to steer I'm not going to allow my feelings to be um the, the 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 measure of my life and he says that he's going to praise god he's going to worship god he's going to trust god essentially he's going to believe what god is saying rather than what his feelings are saying and i can't believe it. it's not that's it's not a new lesson for me i mean it's it, and it's quite a basic lesson for all of us isn't it but just that reminder that sometimes we just let our feelings determine everything um and you've got to be you've got to have that conversation with your own heart you've got to you've got to look back to god and you've got to, you've got to realize that god is the true north it's not yes. it's not how you're feeling so for me that's that's it's been like a a weird summer in the sense of i needed a lot of rest summer so we always talk about rest and refreshment don't we and almost we build august up to be a bit of a sabbath month and it is that um I think it's genuinely been that for me this year, um, and uh, and just to come back and and know that like um, waking up in the morning you feel a bit rubbish. We all feel like that sometimes, but actually then to say, actually, I understand how you're feeling, heart, but you're not actually going to be the one that determines what the rest of this day is going to look like. I'm going to go back to God. And amazingly, when you do that, you actually do feel Him very, very close to you relatively yeah. quickly yeah it might take a bit of time but you do he, you feel him because your focus has has turned back on him so that's been my that's been my summer really um no major disasters uh, <laughs> unlike yourself well but, i wouldn't uh, say major but yeah that's no, good <laughs> i'm glad it was i'm glad yours was event free as it were So, John, as we approach the end period of the summer, we then look forward, don't we, to September and the, the new academic year and the, the new season ahead. Um, and it, new seasons for me, they, they make me think of new opportunities and, and get me excited about right. what's to come. And so I, I guess my question for you is, John, what, what are you excited about? What have you got, got plans and dreams for in the, the season ahead? What's God put on your heart for the season ahead? What, what are you looking forward to? Do you know, uh, I am I am properly excited, um, and I don't say that lightly because I I think um, what has happened over the last um, eighteen months or so has brought a, a greater sense of perspective to all of us. I think um, some of the things we might have taken for granted, we don't take for granted quite so much, and uh, and I've particularly come out of this season thinking. Do you know what opportunities are there to be seized? The old um, seize the day, uh, carpe diem thing. Carpe diem. Um, I literally, let's let's not waste any opportunities. And uh, um, I've come back from my holidays and quickly uh, touching base with certain key people. One of whom, a pastor of a church here in Wales, came back to me, um, and I'm just going to read what he said because he said, "I um, I don't have to tell you." 
but reaching men with the gospel is key to changing society and even the church. And I'm thinking, this, that, that's like music to my ears, that is, because like <laughs> everything that we do with CVM Cymru is it's, it's about reaching men with the gospel, not just so we get lots and lots of men following Jesus, so that is part of it, but also because we know that when, when men give themselves to following Jesus... Yeah. Like literally, society is going to be changed. But critically, critically, the more uh, first-generation Christian guys we can get in the church, the church is probably going to change as well, and it's going to be properly driven by uh, by missional values. So I'm really excited about that, and I'm really excited about um, the possibilities of 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 CVM Cymru, um uh, expanding our work right the way across Wales, seeing more and more church leaders uh, coming on board, seeing more and more uh, men having their lives turned around by the power of Jesus. That is, um, that's massive. But also from a family point of view, I'm just really excited that God took the time to um, to help us in, in that, that moment of real tiredness right at the start of the summer. And, and if he if he saw the value in taking us out of our context refreshing us first physically then spiritually um that says to me that he cares deeply for us as a family as well and i'm really excited about what the future looks like um just as we go about our everyday lives and um and how um how he has cared enough to bring us through this last season in in reality in very good shape um and i say that very cautiously because i know that others haven't come through in entirely in good shape and for you anyone who's listening to this and you haven't come through this last 18 months in great shape our hearts are with you we we're, we we're proper passionate about you um experiencing god's restorative power in your life and um and we are praying for you though we might not know you in name um so yeah, so it's it's. I think it's going to be a season of new birth going forward, and that's what really excites me. What about you? Yeah, yeah that that renewal. That's quite. That's that's powerful. That's encouraging stuff. Um, and I think yeah, as I said when I framed the question, I guess is is new seasons and new opportunities. And looking forward to you know we've made plans to resume our uh, sort of life life group in our home gatherings, doing do ministry that way, which we're super excited about. Just the simplicity of being able to share a meal together, spend time praying together, spend yeah. time looking at the word together. That that's really exciting. Um, hoping and praying and planning to do um, some of the Abadad stuff we do. Uh, cool. I do again indoors, maybe not just relying on outdoors and the weather. Um, again, just being able to continue growing those relationships and, and those friendships there and uh, and reaching out that way. I think just the yeah just the, the availability and the opportunity to to do these things again that we haven't been able to do for quite some time or have looked very different doing them in a different way now but in a way that is um yeah, bringing bringing god very much into those moments and, and watching trusting praying and believing that he will bring renewal like you said like th this season it's been challenging for all of us in in very different ways um and god god is still present in those challenging moments but but God promises, doesn't he, in his word, to make all things new. That God promises he will restore what, what locusts have eaten. And I, I don't believe that this, this time and this 18 months we've been through has been, has been wasted. There's been opportunities no. within those, but now there are new opportunities that wouldn't have been there had we not been through this period that, that God wants to use, that God wants to 
uh, encourage us, strengthen us with, but also he wants to encourage and strengthen and grow his church and grow his kingdom, as we've said. And so I'm excited to be a part of that in the small steps, but also in the, the bigger stuff that he might have for all of us to take part in. Um, yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Well, guys, that's it for this month. Thank you for listening to the Code Life Cymru podcast. We really do appreciate all the support that you give us. And it's fair to say that we couldn't do any of this without you. So please do remember to head across to our YouTube channel and subscribe to it if you haven't done so already. And please, please do consider visiting CVM org.uk forward slash donate to support us financially every penny raised in wales is used here in wales to spread the gospel thank you very much diochem fawr iawn